I'm Jason Ariola, and this is Rock Out With Your Card Out. This week, we're going to be taking a listen to the Lagoon soundtrack for the Super Nintendo. There is a version of this game on the X68000, but the Super Nintendo one is more the one I'm familiar with. Um, To be fair, I'm also not really that familiar with this game. I've played maybe about an hour, hour and a half of it, and it plays a lot like, um, let's say, kind of an ease light. And the soundtrack itself also seems to really kind of hearken to some inspiration of sorts, we'll say, to Falcom Sound Team. And that might be why I'm kind of drawn to the soundtrack, and I do enjoy it. It just feels sort of like a B-tier, well, it's a B-tier ease and a B-tier ease soundtrack as well. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things. But I think it's one of those games that has definitely gotten lost in the shuffle of history, and its soundtrack probably doesn't get covered enough as far as I'm concerned. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to cover that. Now, the game itself released in North America uh, sometime in December 1991, came out in Japan December 12th, 1990, making this a little bit shy of like the year launch lineup in Japan, but this means it came out within a few months of the American release of the Super Nintendo, so this is pretty early on in the thing's life. Now, the composer for Lagoon is Hideki Suzuki and he's got a very extensive list in his Moby Games profile, but the only thing, well, the only things I've really seen as far as audio that I've been able to come up with are a game in 1989 called Genocide that I uh, went and looked up, and boy, it does not look good. Um, I believe that came out for the X68000 as well, and the PC Engine CD. Lagoon, for the or the Super Nintendo version of it, Deadly Moves, which was a uh, Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive fighting game, sort of akin to Street Fighter 1, where you only play as one character, so not really that great. Uh, Stakes Winner 2, the Neo Geo game, that is a, um, you know, a horse racing game. And Ragnagard, uh, another one-on-one fighting game for the Neo Geo, so, you know, it's just kind of yeah, that's the end of his credits there as far as music goes. He's had a pretty extensive career since then, uh, but it's mostly like programming, engineering. Um, he does have a few like special things. One of them, Brave Story, New Traveler, a JRPG for the PSP based on a book series that I enjoyed. And also uh, Berserk Millennium Falcon Arc, the PS2 game. And like I said, he's got a bunch of weird kind of credits here and there kind of thrown in, but he's only got those, uh, what did I say, six credits where he's done music before and i think he's pretty successful at it but you know i guess just maybe it wasn't his thing so why don't we go ahead and move on to the music so the first track we're going to be listening to is premonition
but that was premonition and that kind of plays out in the beginning of the game where i guess you're having your master slash father figure sort of guy telling you uh you know, it's your destiny to go save the world and yada, 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 yada. Just all that jazz there. It's a nice little pretty opening. It's kind of ominous. I think it does what it sets out to do pretty well, but it's a little, I don't want to say forgettable, um, as opposed to the track we're going to be listening to in, um, well, two tracks from now, which kind of plays out in the anime sequence opening thing here that really kind of kicks ass and really will make you think of Falcom Sound Team right out of the gate. But anyway, yeah, like I said, I enjoyed this one. It's kind of setting the vibe for the game to a point. There's certain ways you can set up a game like sonically, and I think this does it pretty well. You do want something to match the vibe in a way of what you're trying to do. Of course, it's just, you know, kind of game audio 101, and I think this does that rather well. With that said, why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next track, and that is Atlan. That was Atlan, and I enjoy just the like nice peaceful vibe it's got. It kind of, I don't know, just makes you think of home in a way. It also harkens back a little bit to the town theme that was in Illusion of Gaia. Now, granted, um, of course, uh, Illusion of Gaia would come out years after this one, so maybe there's a little bit of cribbing off that. I don't know. I think having town themes kind of sound a certain way limits their abilities to sound different from each other. So, you know, I think you just kind of get what you get with those and just kind of have to move on. But I like, I don't know, it's just one of these tracks that I feel like it deserves to be kind of recognized just because it's very well put together. And I enjoy listening to it. It's just sort of a nice peaceful track to listen to. So it's not huge of note or anything like that. But since I'm covering the majority of the soundtrack on this, I did decide like, hey, you know, I like this one. I'm going to throw it in there. Speaking of liking something, why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the track itself that actually got me into the soundtrack in the first place. And that is called Armed and Ready.
If you've been sticking with me long term through this podcast, you know I'm a big fan of Falcom Sound Team and just about every iteration and composer that's gone through their uh, through their hallowed halls of sorts. This one reminds me of a Falcom game or a Falcom Sound Team like piece, just very much. It's just slightly off though. It lacks a little bit of the punch, not a huge amount. I think if you play it for a more casual fan, you might like be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's from an ease game. I can see that. Where, like, you know, someone like me who like lives and breathes Falcom Sound Team a little bit, you start noticing like, wait a second, this could use a little something here, or something missing right there. Like, there's just little bits here and there that feel like they're just a little off, and you know, maybe with the group think of sorts that they have over there, that they could have like tweaked this just a hair where it would have been like next level kind of thing. Honestly, like, this is my favorite track. Probably in the whole soundtrack, I really like this thing. It is what initially got me to check out this soundtrack. I forget, I think it just came up on a YouTube playlist at one point, and I was like, oh, oh, this is catchy as hell, man. I want to check the rest of the soundtrack out. And, you know, the soundtrack, for the most part, really didn't disappoint from there. So what do we go ahead and let's move on to the next one, and that is going to be Volo. sure what to make of this one it's kind of laid back and just this like weird kind of synth keyboard sort of thing where you're just like i don't know it's a track where you don't really have to think too hard just kind of veg out to it i could almost imagine myself like kind of writing to this or something like that maybe studying there's not a whole lot to pin down as far as stuff i enjoy with this one it's just a track that i feel like kind of comes together pretty well and just really sets a nice chill vibe and that's something i can definitely appreciate and our next track is going to kind of keep that same vibe going, and that is Castle Mark Phillips. Look, I'm just playing the music for you. I don't need these things, okay? Thank you. 
whole whole hell of a lot of Super Nintendo slap bass going on there. Anyway, so yeah, like I said, it, this one maintains that last vibe of just something kind of chill. This one's got a little bit more seriousness to it than the last one did, but there's definitely a just laid-back vibe to the whole thing. Again, not a whole lot to say about this track in particular, so why don't we go ahead and just move on, because there's a lot of music we're going to be putting in this episode. So, the next track we're going to be listening to is called Valley. Again, really good stuff here. It does really remind me of a Falcom Sound Team track, but just a hair, I don't know, not rocking enough, I suppose. That's just sort of my thing from this era of what Falcom Sound Team music sounds like. It sounds like it kind of really should be smacking me in the face a little bit. And this one, it's got a little bit of that vibe, but definitely a little bit more laid back than armed and ready. It's one of those things that's fast enough that I don't mind listening to it on a loop, even if it is a little bit short as far as that loop goes. But... Again, it's just there's not enough of the meat there for me to really kind of dig into it. I wish there was more because I feel like this is something that I could really kind of latch onto if this was, you know, a little bit more fleshed out. I guess I just wish there was more to this track itself because it feels like what is there is really good. It just needs a little bit more to push it over the edge, I suppose. I hope that makes a lick of sense because sometimes I feel like I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Actually, let me rephrase that. I know I don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but sometimes I don't feel like even the dumb thoughts in my head aren't being translated properly through my dumb mouth. So hopefully I'm conveying my thoughts in some sort of cohesive fashion that makes any sense to you as a listener at all. Anyway, with that note of, um, let's say, self-confidence, why don't we go ahead and let's listen to the next one, and that is Voice of Spirits.
Voice of Spirits definitely kind of gives off that vibe of like a chapel kind of sound, doesn't it? It's got a nice little like organ sound to it, and it's definitely not in that same, um, let's say, grating pitch that the uh, Sanctuary sound from A Link to the Past is. Yeah, that was one of those tracks that I was like, Ugh, there's nothing I like about this that thing. Just the overall like melody's okay, but the instrumentation on that is not great. Whereas this, I definitely could not listen to long term, but I could definitely uh, not feel like I need to get out of the sanctuary immediately uh, to get past the sound or just kill the volume altogether. And I really don't like doing that on A Link to the Past because that is one of my favorite Super Nintendo games and I enjoy the full experience from start to finish, even if that includes sometimes the uh, wanting to jam uh, flathead screwdrivers into my ears to uh, kill the sound a little bit. Uh, something that doesn't make me want to kill the sound coming into my ears is actually Castle Siegfried, and that is up next. So, yeah, not something that makes me want to gouge my eardrums out with a, uh, you know, hot ice pick or something. It's got a nice little, like, you know, slap bass line going on there. Something that this soundtrack seems to rely on pretty heavily. Uh, boy, a lot of Super Nintendo kind of soundtracks did that now that I think about that more and more. But, like, especially early stuff really seemed to rely on that instrument. Anyway, yeah, this thing's got a great beat to it. And it's not something, like of note in a like big way but i think it was like strong enough to kind of throw in this soundtrack if i'm trying to be a let's say comprehensive in my coverage of a game soundtrack i feel like this is one that should be listened to at least there's a couple here and there that i'm skipping out on i just didn't have enough really to say about them and i didn't really enjoy them enough so i think this one is kind of in that where it's good i just don't have a whole whole lot to say about it so rather than drag that point out any further why don't we go ahead and listen to the next one and that is desperate dreams Thank you. 
Okay, so near as I can tell, uh, this thing is probably a boss fight. Um, it definitely gives off a little bit of an eerie sense to it, and I think the name itself is a pretty good title, um, just for the vibe it gives off. I mean, Desperate Dreams, this makes it sound like you're fighting up against something in your nightmares, and it's not... I don't want to say it's not as impactful as I'd like it because it's pretty good. And I think if you have something like really, really hitting hard with this type of thing, it probably would maybe take a little bit away from the like ephemeralness of a boss fight, I suppose, that takes place in your dreams or you fighting off a terrible nightmare that's being invaded by your dream. I don't know. Anyway, you know what I'm trying to say, <laughs> hopefully, because I don't. Anyway, I enjoy that one. I'm not really sure how that one kind of worked out as far as where in the game itself it goes but i feel like all in all based on the name itself it's a pretty good track now we're going to move on to something that i feel a little bit more confident in how much i enjoy it and that is the run to the hill of phantom Again, that's another track that has that kind of Falcom Sound Team light sound. It's got that real catchy vibe to it. Some pretty good instrumentation, but again, it's lacking a little bit of that kind of just rock and polish that most Falcom Sound Team stuff has. Again, I really like the soundtrack. I think it's good stuff. And considering, again, it's not Falcom Sound Team, it is a very good approximation of what they normally do and what they normally sound like so i can definitely appreciate what this game is kind of bringing to the table again it is pretty early on in the super nintendo's life too so maybe you cut it a little slack for that but i mean you know you can't rely on slap bass constantly and a lot of these tracks seem to do that but again good stuff all right why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next track and that is going to be battle of fates
I like the good rocket beat throughout this one. And about like halfway through, it starts adding a little bit of like a like an underlying kind of horn sounding thing. I don't really know what that's supposed to be, but it adds a little bit more to the song that I think kind of fleshes it out a little bit more. For an otherwise somewhat unremarkable track with a pretty simple loop, I think adding that in about halfway kind of keeps things interesting, while at the same time maintaining what it's been doing throughout, but just kind of making you pay attention a little bit more as to what is going on with the track itself. Again, I'm assuming this is like a boss fight thing because it's called Battles of Fate, so I'm assuming it's one you hear in multiple boss fights, but, you know, again, experience on the game itself being a little bit limited we'll say on my end i can't say for certain i'm sure if you're really looking to where this fits in to the game you can go play it yourself because you know you can just google that thing and it'll pop right up so yeah anyway why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next track and that one is going to be reach for the sky If you listen to the Gaia Trilogy thing I did um, about a year ago, you might remember uh, the Soul Blazer soundtrack and thinking, hey, this track sounds an awful lot like uh, something from Soul Blazer. I'm not saying there's any sort of uh, lifting one way or the other from either party. It's just this stylistically would fit in very well with the Soul Blazer soundtrack. It's got that same sound to it, not just like instrumentation or the way it's put together, but just like sonically, whatever they're doing as far as the way the music itself is coming out sounds very very much like the soul blazer soundtrack so i definitely got a little bit of a soul blazer vibe coming from this the like second i heard that and you know i like the soul blazer soundtrack quite a bit so i'm certainly not going to complain about having something that takes me back to that again i don't know if lagoon is really that great of a game but the soundtrack itself is pretty good so you know this might be the only way i ever experience anything involving this game so yeah and the next track we're going to be listening to today is called master of water. Thank you. 
Definitely another favorite of mine from the soundtrack. It's got a good, like, just almost Falcom Sound Team vibe to it, but it's got this, like, kind of heroic sound that feels more akin to, like, the Soul Blazer soundtrack again, so... Boy, oh boy, like I said, this uh, the soundtrack is kind of a mixed, I don't want to say mixed bag, but that's the word that started coming out, or phrase that started rolling out of my dumb mouth, so here we go. That's sort of a mixed bag of sounds here, and I enjoy them. It's, it's just, sometimes I don't know if this soundtrack really knows the direction it was going for, because sometimes it really sounds like it's going for just straight kind of ripping off ease to a point, or just trying to be ease-like. I don't know about ripping off, maybe taking inspiration from it, we'll just kind of go with that. And then also, it does sound very much like Soul Blazers stylistically, you know what I mean? Or not st Soul Blazers stylistically, uh, I didn't mean that possessively, or plural, yeah. Anyway, just mis uh, misspeaking on my part, so why don't we just go ahead and pretend that didn't happen. But yeah, Master of Water has this like good heroic sound to it it's got a good beat to it there's really nothing about this one i can say that i don't really enjoy it's definitely a kind of top tier song on this soundtrack and i really enjoy listening to this and this is one that has kind of stayed in rotation for me whenever i've listened to the soundtrack on not a loop but just had the urge to listen to this one this is one that gets skipped to definitely over a couple of other tracks that are in this thing and with that why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next track and that is going to be when death call yeah, again, I don't name these things. I When death, call. When, uh, you know, yeah, I didn't take the S out of calls and put it into Soul Blazer. You know, maybe that's what I did. Maybe maybe I stole it uh, from the past and uh, put it up there into the future, and that's why this track is called When Death Call, right? It kind of makes about as much sense as calling that. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Why don't we just go ahead and listen to it, and I'll shut up. I thought we'd go with something a little bit more morose for this track, and uh, when Death Call seems to really fit that in, uh, it certainly uh, kind of sounds like somebody dies in the middle of this game, and yeah, it's definitely kind of a dirge, sort of a not happy sounding track, and uh, yeah, I think it's well composed and everything, it's just certainly a little bit of a turn on the head from most of the stuff I like, but occasionally um, I do like sad music, well not occasionally, a lot of the times I enjoy sad music, it isn't just constantly like, you know, 100 mile an hour uh, Falcom Sound Team stuff that I listen to, or uh, Eurobeat, occasionally I do like to mellow things out and listen to kind of sad stuff, I think it's why a lot of that Secret of Mana soundtrack kind of hits so well with me, and same thing with the Final Fantasy VI soundtrack, there's a lot of a lot of sad stuff in there so anyway why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next one and that is prince of darkness
Alright, so I enjoy that one a lot, if you couldn't guess, because, boy, it kind of sounds like Armed and Ready a little bit. It's kind of got that same bass line or uh, beat to it, and it definitely has a little bit of that wailing kind of synth keyboard thing going on. It's a pretty solid track, and I don't really have anything as far as complaints go with this thing. It's, a, I want to say it's a little long, it's like four and a half minutes long, and for stuff on this album, it definitely does seem, or from this game, it definitely seems a little longer than most, but... I don't really feel like it feels like it kind of meanders anywhere. It's just kind of rocking from start to finish. There's just so much going on here as far as like just good like keyboard synth kind of sound going that I dig this thing and they could extend it out another like minute or two if they had managed to keep it interesting and I would have been just fine with that. And speaking of keeping things interesting, why don't we go ahead and move on to the next interesting track and that is Tales from the Peaceful World. So I'm imagining Tales from the Peaceful World is a little bit of the ending theme after things have kind of had their happy turn and everything's been fixed for the most part. Kind of what that really is given out as far as the vibe goes. I like it. Really, my only complaint with it is kind of that like wailing, like high pitch. It's not that high pitch, but kind of higher pitch thing that goes on kind of throughout the track. I don't really mind it again. It's just sort of one of those things of like, eh, maybe tone that back a little bit. I think I just don't do very well with high pitch sounds. So yeah, I don't know what's going on with that dog ears, but I'm also uh, apparently losing some of my hearing from wearing headphones constantly. So who knows what the hell's going on with that? I just hear weird pitch things. Anyway, why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the next one. And that is Moonchild.
man, something else I really enjoy was this one. I can't imagine where this fits in into the, uh, you know, <laughs> oeuvre of sorts uh, for this soundtrack. But it feels like it's maybe the end credits theme. I don't really know where this fits in. Don't really care. It's good. And boy, oh boy, the last like few seconds of this thing where it just kind of does that uh, almost like ad lib keyboard organ thing going on. Oh, man. Yeah, that uh, that gets right to my uh, the little bit of my heart that loves prog rock. Uh, yeah, I, I really dig this track. It's... Man, again, I love this soundtrack. I just, there's just so many little elements that could take it from, I don't want to say, okay, maybe I don't love it. Maybe I really like it. And if there's like just a few little elements they fixed here and there, not fixed, changed here and there, I probably would end up loving this one. It would definitely be like top tier Super NES as far as like my favorites goes, if that makes uh, sense. Yeah, 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 I think that makes sense. So anyway, why don't we go ahead and let's move on to the last track for this episode. And that is going to be Game Over. Yeah, we're going to go... Not with something kind of, you know, uplifting and kick-ass to take us out with. We're going to go with something that's kind of a bummer to hear because it means you died. So, yeah, good planning, Jason. Now, why on earth would I have gone with this song as the one to take us out with when Moonchild or uh, Tales from the Peaceful World would have sufficed? Poor planning. That's all I can say. Poor planning on my part. <laughs> also, normally I don't really cover game over music because normally it's rather insubstantial, but this game kind of, you know, I don't want to say went out, kind of went out there with it, but they threw in two minutes worth of this track, so I felt like, uh, you know, is welcome peace post and i enjoy listening to it um you know out of context i suppose so why not throw it in here right it's a good piece of music even if it's not the best way to end a podcast with speaking of any of the podcast why don't we go ahead and let's do that so hopefully you guys are enjoying this uh, weekly thing i am now three weeks in a row let's see if i can keep up this pace i think i can uh, as long as uh let's say work doesn't uh, come calling back as soon as uh yeah anyway <laughs> i don't know if it's going to be happening again anytime soon so we'll see uh yeah uh speaking of uh, with me being out of work at the moment uh why don't you go ahead and go over to patreon.com slash games and junk and go kick in three dollars that is right three dollars you can do three dollars and actually get some pretty good rewards uh for three bucks so for three dollars you will get not only the bonus episodes for rocket with your card out you will also get bonus segments on multimedia failure which can sometimes add up to about 45 minutes of extra show sometimes even longer than that the latest one um that will be going up the week after this is for forbidden siren and the bonus segment for that will actually end up being for free so hopefully you get a little bit of a taste of that i try to throw out the bonus segments on occasion as a little bit of a teaser uh hopefully 
hopefully enticing more people to bite on the Patreon stuff. Now, you can still go over to Patreon and kick in a dollar, but for $3, you know, a measly $3 a month, you can get access to all the stuff I mentioned before. You will also get a RSS feed, a private RSS feed that is yours and yours alone. It'll even say, uh, you know, your name for the subscription thing on it when you plug it into your uh, you know podcast listening app to tell you that is your private feed and in that private feed you will get all of the podcasts we do here on the games junk network that means the games junk game club multimedia failure rock out with your card out and so say we all that's right another podcast is coming and uh hopefully i think i found something a little bit more tenable for game club so uh you're going to be getting four podcasts on a regular basis with higher quality audio rates all in one handy feed i don't think you can get really much better as far as three dollars a month goes now if you want to be like john lucero vanessa cahill alex messenger and josh carpenter you can kick in five dollars and you will get all the previous rewards mentioned and you will also get a shout out on the show like they just did so guys thanks for kicking in i appreciate that so anybody else if you've been on the fence about it just kick in three bucks go through the content see what's there you'll get a higher quality audio rate you'll get these episodes out early as well i forgot to mention that so yeah for three dollars you will get all of the other stuff i mentioned outside of the shout out and the episodes early i have been posting the rock out with your card outs of almost four or five days early multimedia failure sometimes a week in advance uh actually as soon as this one is done i'm going to be fixing to edit the next episode of multimedia failure which is forbidden siren and that will be up nearly two weeks ahead of schedule so yeah so that'll be great uh, hopefully, if you're listening to this, um, you know, by the time that rolls around, it'll be a few days early, but that's something you can look forward to in the future as far as early releases. It's been a big thing as far as a decision on my part to kind of bring the tears down a little bit more and hope that I entice some people just because your boy kind of needs a little extra money at the moment because, yeah, um, let's just say work isn't really flowing for me at the time, so I could use a really a uh, little, little bit of a kick. I'm not trying to not trying to beg, but maybe maybe begging a little bit here. So, but yeah, even if you can't do that, just maybe a dollar a month. You don't get any rewards for it, but I will really really appreciate it. And I'll tell you this: if you do a dollar a month, I will send you a personal uh, thank you on Patreon. I know that will probably mean jack all to anything, but you know, there's that. Also, um, go to iTunes, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever they're calling themselves these days, any of the podcatchers or whatever that you can uh, review the podcast on. Go give this show five stars. That will be a huge help for me uh, it will get some exposure out there it'll get the listenership up and hopefully if you can't do anything financially somebody else who might see the show pop up on the feed or you know on the uh, like apple charts or whatever they might be able to kick in a little bit so any little thing you can do even sharing the show around say hey i listened to this rocket with your card out's a pretty uh, pretty good video game music show and i'd like to spread the word or some such fuckery i don't know where i'm going with this so anyway as usual why don't you just go ahead and follow the podcast on twitter at robico podcast this way you know everything that's going on with the show as far as when the episodes go up uh when the early episodes are going up and all of that jazz and you can follow that at r-o-w-y-c-o podcast on twitter you can follow me on twitter at jason Ariola. feel free to tweet at me if you have any suggestions for the show anything like that if you have any soundtracks you want to recommend any suggestions outside of uh you go away and and get somebody else to host. I can't do that because I'm the one doing the show and it's mine and mine alone, unfortunately. So sorry about your luck, I guess, if you don't like me, which I don't believe you would make it this far in the, in the show if you did. So anyway, or didn't. <laughs> I can talk, I promise. Anyway, thanks for listening to Rock Out With Ricardo. I really appreciate you guys uh, listening. And if this weekly thing is working out for you, please let me know. I would love to hear from some of my listeners. And yeah, hopefully I can kind of maintain this uh, every week thing because I'm really kind of enjoying this and a little bit more freeform structure I've been adding to the show. So until then, I will talk to you guys next week. Great. I knew that groove was in your heart.